Oh, you are me. a hot mess, dude. Hot mess today. Oh, you know, you know why? I and this is like I'm. This is good energy. I just took the best poop I've ever seen in my entire life. That was that energizing. That yes, like the the feeling is like whatever I normally feel that way. But when I when I'm talking, the it was a perfect. You saw it was it? a perfect log. I mean, I well I always look because I'm like I wonder how I'm shitting. You know, perfect log. It was longer than anything I've ever <laughs> let out of my bowels. <laughs> what, is, what is this? God, uh, I'm just letting you know. Right? He's proud of his gut health right now, Coco. It was. I was. I was. It was weird. It was like I had birthed my son, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, that came." Who was he named? <laughs> George funny. Slow the Spread. Uh, the only other <laughs> yeah, time, George the, the, the only thing that makes Ro yeah. feel something <laughs> is a good shit. Um, it was like this is how you know your mental health is down. It was no, I think I'm we taking this as like a lift as up. like a win. I, I've had other wins, you know, but like oh. it was. I mean, yeah, you gotta was, add to the list good. any way you can. <laughs> yeah, well, that sounds pretty mean, but uh, yeah, that was. Really, Ro? Now good. you're offended. No, now I'm not. I'm not offended. I'm just saying, like, you gotta, you gotta love the poop. It was good, but anyway, that's uh, why I was. That's why I'm on another level right now. I think, either that or like, I'm on a, I'm new, on level. a new level. Homeboy is revved up today. I listened to this for like five minutes, and she's yelling like, "Leave me alone! I just want to do my self care." <laughs> she oh was in a bubble God. bath. <laughs> She's in a bubble bath, and he's, like, literally screaming like he's at the opera house. Leave me alone. (laughs) Who knew shits could make someone feel so good? Leave me alone. Please leave me alone. Leave me alone. Please leave me alone. That's what she should have done. I hope her listens to this. (laughs) Hello and welcome back to the Health Unfiltered Podcast. My name is Ro and I'm here with my beautiful friends and co-hosts, Nicole and Brooke. What is up, ladies? Hello. <laughs> I come in like a bat out of hell in your life. Well, Hello. I feel like I was going to be like, damn, he just called us beautiful. Um, but then I didn't say anything. <laughs> okay. God bless it. I'm just like internally laughing at like why you're in such a good mood. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I, I don't know. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it'll the make shit, a good intro. The I don't shit know happened this point, before this. I did have a glorious poop, and that's that's what it is. This energy that's where it's coming from. I'm not. <laughs> this is why gut health is important. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, for those who have made it this far, literally 40 seconds into this, uh, are you ever proud of like a solid poop that you have? I I think it's important to look so you can like look at how your health is, but like sometimes you look at it and you're like, "All right, that's a good one. I feel cleansed." You've never done that before. You two have never done that before. I mean, I feel like yeah, probably, but yeah, I don't see? think it's like it's. I don't think it's carried as long as it's carried with you right now. I don't. Okay, it was like, like you're an hour still and a half proud ago. like an hour later. I'm telling you, it was glorious. Last it, week it, he's gonna be like. Or next week, he's going to be like, you remember that time? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that I was walking around my, my house trying to sing to my girlfriend because that's how proud and happy I was. 
That was a little different. I was just trying to spread <clears throat> the the cheer around. But she hates me and she hates music apparently. So it's cool. It's whatever. <laughs> that I really wish that was recorded. The <laughs> the best part was the end where he's like, "Fine, just enjoy your musicless life. Where is my cat?" And he like storms <laughs> off to go find his cat. I'm like, oh. "What the hell is happening?" So let's pack your bags. We're leaving. <laughs> We're gonna find shit. someone We're who appreciates out. it. <laughs> Oh, God. So uh, I guess we're all doing <laughs> pretty well. Um, <laughs> but in case you're not, are you all doing fine? It's a Thursday evening, I guess. Yeah, 2 o'clock at my Do end. Do you want least. us to just admit all of our woes? I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the roles are reversed. Nicole is in, like, doom and gloom mode, and Ro is on cloud nine. I'm like, what's we happening? We on the yeah. same page. But That's a classic Ro, eight and two, baby. They're yeah, opposites. Yeah, like we're just like complete opposites at all yeah, moments and, in life. And we're never in a healthy enough space to be like, I get you. I get God, why you are Why you. can't we just yeah. both be in a healthy place at the same time? It's not how life works. And Brooke's like, la, 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 la. <laughs> These Enneagrams are like scary accurate, though. Oh, it is kind mm-hmm. of weird. Send us in your Enneagrams as well and whether they're accurate or not. I'm a one and mine's pretty accurate. Yeah, as an eight, I'm like. I feel like oh, if fuck. people say that they hate the enneagram, they're just not ready to accept. To accept, that yeah, it's true. <laughs> like you're not, you're not ready to accept some part of you, because it, it's it's the truth. <laughs> like it's wow. so accurate. That's fair. Yeah, and there's like there's clear there's clear boundaries between like all of them as opposed to like. Oh, the Sagittarius and the Aries <laughs> and the Cancer and the everything and the this. They're all super arrogant. And you're like, what? That's all of them. <laughs> what are you talking about? True. The stars dictate how I am as a person. You're like, okay, you're a fucking loser then. Um, uh- not to, <laughs> not to you know, get people angry. But uh, let's move on. Let's move on before I alienate the rest of our listeners. Um, are we drinking <laughs> anything? Uh, I know I have uh, an IPA from Tractor Brewing, which is right down the street. Um, I'll get a blood orange from them at some point soon uh, to have on the podcast because that's my favorite. But this one is a beer I had this past weekend, so I bought a little four pack. What's on I'm that can? It's um, it's a uh, like a, la- a like a lady, and she's just surrounded by hops. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty neat. They have they have cool cans too. That um, that mustache like milk stout that I had uh, I don't know months ago. That was from Tractor as well. Mm. So, cool cans. But what are you all drinking? I think Brooke, you said you were drinking a fucking sparkling water. I am. I got my bubbly water. I've been drinking the Waterloo lately. If anyone has any good sparkling water wrecks, I'm in. I don't like sweet things. I just like a hint of flavor. So like that LaCroix joke, like I really like that. I want to <laughs> taste the banana in the other room. I don't want like a full flavored, like sugary fruity feel. Just saying. I like the ahas. Aha uh-huh, what? <laughs> like the aha. Uh-huh. It's the brand. Sparkling I have tried water. one of theirs. I like it. Do you like bubbly? I think that's the one I see a lot of. Yeah, and I do like Mm-mm. bubbly as well. <clears throat> Never tried um, that one. I'll try that. Yeah. I was drinking They're some hot tea, but ass. it's gone now because your oh. girl has like a little bit of a scratchy throat. R.I.P. It's come for her. <laughs> She's fine. She's fine. We're taking new applications <clears throat> for a new co-host because Coco's dying soon. Oh, my God. Um, well, You're going to feel like a jerk if she really does. Just... <laughs> 
How <laughs> awful would that be? Yeah. Like, remember well, in episode I'm, 45 <laughs> when I made right. that joke? <laughs> We're like, ah, good time. Subscribe to our podcast, please. Um, I would use it. I would try to market it for sure. Yeah, I'd be like, it, would, it was her dying wish to have everyone listen to the podcast. And so then you get like super it. famous because of it. And oh, I'm I'll just going to be like yeah. in the afterlife being like that dick. <laughs> He'll Here's be like, <laughs> I can see him selling out arenas like Nicole speaks through me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Literally just always using my story. <laughs> That's it. I'm like, oh I've made it. I, that, that would be my, my ideal living situation. I mean, obviously, you dying is not ideal, but um, <laughs> but if I can get the life I need out of it, then sacrifices need to be made. Uh, That's but, amazing. Uh, but, uh, but I'm glad we're all doing pretty well mm, and drinking our IPAs <laughs> and um, seltzers and hot teas. So we do have a question of the week before we get into our episode here um and it is i know supplements are never usually better than real food but if i'm not getting enough veggies daily are powdered greens worth the money thoughts Mm. i don't know about that one because i mean i guess it wouldn't hurt but i don't know how much it would benefit like or replace the real thing i haven't really looked into that i vote no like i don't i (laughs) I guess i don't think they're worth the money they're so expensive expensive. like there's this i'm not even gonna say the brands but there's some they're so expensive per serving Mm -hmm. and i'm like i just don't think it's worth the money and if you're if you really want like an insurance policy to make sure your micronutrient bases are covered you can go with a really high quality like pharmaceutical grade purity tested standards all that multivitamin for much a much much more affordable price so if you want something like that i would go that route i wouldn't do the green supplement route and then i also would question like why aren't you getting enough veggies and can we address the root of the problem versus like just relying on a supplement brooke i asked for supplements i don't want lifestyle changes okay that's like my pet peeve (laughs) that's my pet peeve so like i really want to like talk to one of these people who uh, started this company that is powdered grains and i'm like are you really really passionate about this or you just knew that this was going to make you a lot of money (laughs) (laughs) wasn't that like everything though you know but i get what you're saying yeah yeah it's just like i don't like how did y'all think of this like oh instead of like eating vegetables let's just like sell this powdered green shit that's gonna cost like a hundred dollars a bag and we're gonna convince people to do that instead but also vegetables <laughs> suck like they suck i love them. i love them <laughs> like i mixed in a ton of vegetables into a, a pasta dish i made last night amazing amazing mm-hmm. like yeah you can do no, so many things with them. it doesn't need yeah, to be like yeah, i'm just like yeah. eating raw broccoli yeah, like you exactly. can make just it a fun bowl of salad. yeah that's fair I hate salad. I'm a dietitian. I freaking hate salad. I don't like leafy greens unless it's like microgreens and sometimes arugula. So like I'm one of those people. I'm with you. I understand. But there's other ways to make veggies taste good. 
Mm-hmm. Also, microgreens suck, and Rice Krispies are better for your gut health anyway. That's what the oh poll said God. on Instagram. We can't fight the results. Okay? I am so mad. Biased. Mm-hmm. I call BS. There's no Report the data. They were conspiracy. <laughs> conspiracy. <laughs> has like 17 accounts, and he went and voted Yeah, we're just like, Krispy King, Krispy King, Krispy Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't have that kind of time. But if I did, then I would, yeah, you would see me all over the place. I would, you would, I would totally just... do that, though, to prove someone wrong. You would go <laughs> oh, to that. Oh, he 100% would. Quit playing. <laughs> Quit playing like you wouldn't. Oh, my God. Captain Petty over here. You're right. Uh, Get on Instagram. Make five (laughs) new accounts. We got this. Yeah, it's it's part of growing the brand. All those that like (laughs) that growth that I saw from 700 to 1200 followers was all Casey and my new accounts. Just like (laughs) we got to pump them up. Come on, Casey. I do want to speak to the the thing. Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't obviously like I don't have any sort of I don't have any thought behind it or any. Um. A dog in the fight, really, just because nutrition is not something I care as much as, as you two do. But <clears throat> I know Casey uh, does have greens, um, and it helps her. I don't know why. Like, she eats healthy, and obviously she's fit and stuff. But for some reason, the the greens help her, like, feel less bloated and kind of um, – she's able to kind of function better but i don't i don't know what that's a result of i don't know if it's like placebo but it's like every time she has them consistently like things do get better but you know i don't know i wonder if it's because like there's probiotic or something else in it like i'm curious as to what else would be in it yeah and to be fair it's like i don't think they're bad i don't think they're harmful a lot of these companies have to test for purity and standards now, so, like, there shouldn't be. It's usually fat burners and muscle, like, mass-gaining products that are the most contaminated. So, yeah. like, it's not going to hurt you, it, yeah. but I just th- don't think it'll ever be superior to veggies. And in my opinion, it's just not worth the money. But, like, if you – hey, if you got the money, you do you, boo-boo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. All right. So let's get into this podcast it's a good one. It's 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 a uh, it's good. I feel like I have a lot of conversations with people <coughs> regarding health halos and stuff. But um, today we're talking about health halos and the holidays in this episode. Uh, the health halo effect leads to the perception that a product is healthier than it actually is. Um, so today we're going to take a deep dive into common health halos and why they may or may not be worth the extra money. Kind of what we were just talking about <laughs> in our question. Um, we're also going to uh, address the upcoming holiday season since it seems like these health halos are popping up more and more as a misleading solution to the holidays derailing your health goals. Um, and if you don't know what a health halo is, is it'll become really apparent once it's explained uh, because i remember you were talking about it and i was like what the fuck it's a health halo um so let's start by defining it you know what's a health halo and how can we spot one in the wild yeah that's probably a super jargony term until it's explained <laughs> right um but essentially it's when people overestimate the healthiness of a food item because there's types of judgments around it. We call those health halos. Like you, it's actually a psychology term that we've put on health. Um, and researchers have found that people will actually make poorer decisions for their health because they're basically tricked by these health halos of thinking certain things are healthy and making judgments about a product when in reality, that is not the case. So a lot of times what ends up happening is people consume more food than they would because they think it's healthy or they're actually choosing an item that would be is more unhealthy than a just any other choice they could have made um it's really marketing trickery if we're being honest yeah yeah it's kind of i mean you got to think people make or get paid millions of dollars to make sure that you buy a certain thing or or not so you're always kind of being tricked into 
into doing something, which is pretty, pretty weird. Yeah. Um, I know. I know. We talk about how Thalos. <clears throat> we're talking about it in the context of like consumer products, but uh, are are there always are there like ways that we can exhibit healthy halos? Too, it's like not just from a product standpoint, but like, oh, I don't eat past eight because I, it's better for I don't want to gain fat or things like that, or is it just kind of like on based on consumer products? I mean, I would say that, like, the the rules that we give ourselves can be them, too. Just, like, it's kind of like that reel when it's, like, you don't get a reward because you watch less TV. Like, nobody cares, <laughs> like, if, if y'all have seen yeah. that one. But it's, like, the same. Like, that's the thing with me is, like, if someone's, like, just bragging so heavily on one thing that they do, it's just, like, that's not the only thing that is, like leading you to better health like maybe that does help you to feel better but we don't have to like push it to the majority if that makes sense like we don't need to make this some hard concrete rule that like we have to do this in order to be healthy yeah if your eating pattern starts to feel like you're a cult member it's probably a health halo (laughs) like (laughs) so many diets are, are like that though and um so I, I agree. It's almost like it's not really just the products, but it's like we're applying all these weird diets and restrictions that we think are health, mean health, equal health. And it's definitely not at all. Gotcha. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I definitely wanted to to speak to as well. And I feel like a lot of people think that you as RDs have healing ha- or healing halo- or health halos. I don't know. Halos because <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, like you don't eat this junk, right? Like there's no way you'd be caught dead eating fast food. Like you could never. And you're like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like I eat a bunch of random mm-hmm. stuff because I feel like it, you know. Um, so, yeah, they are. They are humans, too. Being a human's cool. So we've, we've defined healing uh, health. I keep saying healing halos. That's got to be like. It's got to be like some product we can sell, like healing halos. Um, but we've talked mm-hmm. about health halos um, and consumer products specifically. But like, what are common ones that we find, especially on food packaging? And like, and pe- people are going to listen and be like, oh, yeah, that's okay. I get it. I get it now. I'm starting to get it. Yeah, if you open up your pantry and pick up something in a box or bag, you're bound to find a bunch of these. That's kind of just the most common place where it's making claims it's things on the front like all natural gluten-free low fat keto organic low carb uh vegan vegetarian those can be health halos Mm -hmm. you know i've got a couple boxes and bags in here um but it's really just gmo prep verified you know just because something is a non-GMO product, which most products naturally are, we should do an episode on GMOs and what that actually means, doesn't mean it's healthy, right? But it can trick people into thinking, hey, this product is all natural and doesn't have GMOs and it's organic and it's vegan. So like this is health and really it's like this 400 and something calorie sugar cookie thing. And it's like, this is not health. That's not, (laughs) you're missing the entire point. It's got no fat, but it tastes good because it's got 45 grams of sugar per half serving. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, uh, 
<laughs> what I grab this for, you know? A lot of the times they're pulling out certain things and then just putting yeah. extra in and then it become the product really becomes unbalanced. And for me personally, I really believe in the balance of things. So I don't want you, I don't want you to pull out all the carbs. I don't want you to pull out all the fat. Like how about we just have normal foods that are naturally balanced in the way they should be or we've got a product that's got some balance to it. Yeah. The big one that I that I think of is is organic because organic has like a lot of different terms depending on if it's like how it's marketed and like what it's on because <clears throat> it could be like oh it's pesticide free which you know is whatever i feed me pesticides i don't care uh but like you know it's like oh it's on a certain kind of field or it doesn't get this specific type of thing but all you're doing is paying a dollar to two dollars more for something that is smaller and essentially the same thing um so that's one that i'm always like why would I? Why would I pay more money to have the same thing? It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, but the the keto one's also a big one too, because like you just said, they pull out you know the sugar, but then they just put a shit ton of fat in it, which is fine if that's what you are trying to do with your diet. But it doesn't make it like inherently any healthier, which is the whole thing. Um, but a big one, especially in the past couple years, is gluten. Why isn't gluten-free healthier? Why do people care about it? Because, like, I just remember being in college, and I'm like, what the fuck is gluten? And it's like, well, it's in everything. I'm like, okay, I, what's the problem then if it's been in everything for forever? Gluten is a protein found in wheat, essentially. I'm really simplifying a lot of food science here, but there's no reason, in my opinion, to remove gluten unless there's a reason that we know based on a reaction that your body's having, or we've got some type of lab testing to prove that. So if you have celiac disease, if you have non-celiac gluten sensitivity, if you have some type of autoimmunity or issue surrounding wheat products and gluten, then there's not a problem with it, in my opinion. I Full disclosure, I am gluten-free, but it's for health reasons. It's because on tests I have autoimmunity and I have non-celiac gluten sensitivity. It sucks and my body immediately tells me not to have it. So that I'm someone where I shouldn't. But that doesn't mean that just because I'm eating gluten-free bread, that that bread is any healthier than regular bread. I would argue something to consider, um, and maybe you all can debate this with me, but I would consider buying fresh bread from a bakery, whether it's freshly baked at your grocery store's bakery, or I would love, you know, find a good local bakery to support, because the way that bread is processed is going to be very different from Wonder Bread. I'm 99% sure if I remember the story correctly, it was Wonder Bread who started this process where they said, we need to crank out loaves, and we need to do it quickly so we can't allow for this natural leavening process. So what they do to a lot of breads these days is they actually add more gluten. Gluten already exists in wheat. It's already there. It's already present. But they add more gluten to it so that they can speed up the process and give it that same texture as if they were to allow the bread to just do its natural thing. So I think that we're seeing so many issues with gluten surrounding autoimmunity and food sensitivities and intolerances because we're changing the way we process our food and kind of getting away from like, just let the bread do its thing with the yeast and the thyme, you know, it's so much better that way too. So, you know, just some food for thought. If you flip over (laughs) bread, if you flip over bread and you can look, you'll see like, it should have wheat. It should have wheat flour if you're you're a wheat eating person. Um, But it doesn't need to have added gluten. (laughs) So um, I just challenge you to think about that. Wheat eating person. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know when I started because bread is whatever. We always had like wheat bread in our house growing up, and wanted white bread because it just tasted better. But we never got it, which is fine. Um, <laughs> I'm not scarred from it, mom. But uh, now we have like there's like some oat nut bread. I don't really know what it is, but it's good, and I I don't look at it. I just eat it, but it can last pretty long. So. I mean, I understand, like, why it's so much easier to buy, like, a loaf of bread that's been, like, processed. I don't know a better way to say it. But, yeah, fuck yeah. If I could have fresh baked bread every day, <laughs> then I would I would do it. But that's interesting. I didn't know that um, that was even a thing or that Wonder Bread even started that. That's. I think it was around there. the time of the World Wars, and it had something to do with, like, food production. Mm. I don't remember the full story. Yeah. The way... Oh like processing and the way our food is made I feel like has made a really big difference but in, in what <laughs> but I just agree. like yeah. in the way it like our bodies react world. to it and yeah, um, that's fair. it's just it's interesting to kind of see how because I do feel like I mean unless we just kind of didn't know how to test for it like moving into like our generation we're seeing more of these sensitivities and we're seeing more of these negative reactions when it comes to things like gluten and other sensitivities when with food so it just kind of makes me curious of like what's what's going on yeah i'm wheat curious right uh (laughs) (laughs) for sure uh yeah that's a good point and i think that's that's kind of like what i'll be thinking about as we go through this list and just be like oh wow i wonder what changed that was it like that somebody said that somebody created a problem and then was like here's the answer to it or if there was actually a problem and it was like oh now let's Mm -hmm. you know react to that problem but that's marketing baby other countries like especially european countries who literally live off of bread and butter and wine and i'm like why don't they they have these problems (laughs) do they have these problems like i don't know i mean i haven't really like looked into it but it's just that that's very interesting to me for sure so let's move on to uh, low-fat foods. So obviously having low-fat, I think for most people it's like, oh, well, fat makes me fat. So if I can have low-fat food, I'll be less fat or I'll decrease my chances of being fat. Um, we know that that's not true, especially if you're like looking at generally, like, and you guys can speak to this better than I can, but like if you're – if your macros are set and you're in a calorie restricted in a calorie restrictive state, then you're gonna lose weight anyway, or you're gonna gain weight if you are in a calorie surplus for the most part. Uh, but why are low fat foods problematic and not healthy? A lot of reasons. <laughs> but I think the myth of uh, fat makes you fat that was a that was a tough myth that was dating a back one. in the day. Uh, sure. Definitely not true, and thank goodness, because fat is it's good. It's, so it gives you that mouth feel. It's the like that buttery, creamy texture and the richness of food. Yeah, like nothing wrong with it. In fact, we need it. We need it for our hormone health. We need it for fat soluble vitamins like A, D, E, K. The body can't absorb certain things if we don't have fat present. Mm-hmm. So that's a really important piece of it. Is not only if you're if you're ignoring this whole macronutrient group you might be missing out on some really important micronutrients most americans are low in vitamin d so something to consider is well if we want to absorb all these good things we do need fat and so this is actually a really good argument if you do like salad 
that it's okay to have fat in your dressing. Fat-free dressing was like a really big thing, I feel like, when I was growing up. But you actually need it because then are you going to get all and absorb all the full spectrum of micronutrients in the food? No. So fat's super, super Mm. important. And for your body to work correctly and function, we need it. And especially if we're athletes and we're active and we're moving, we, we need that to support healthy body composition and hormone health. So, so don't go low fat. Take chunks of butter, cut them up like croutons, and throw that into the salad. And it should be good. <laughs> sure. Right? Not exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm <laughs> I, can't, I can't gain weight. It's a salad. Those are people, negative calories. People take way. everything to the extreme. It's like, oh, hell, like fat is healthy for you. Cool. Let's put a slab of it in my coffee. Whoa, 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 buddy. Yeah, how yeah. did we Bullet, get there? Bulletproof how did coffee. We get there? Come on. Let's, let's <laughs> relax. That's, that's how you perform better in the morning. And it's like, yeah, but like Europeans have been putting cream or like that butter in their coffee for a long time. Like just because it's like new over here doesn't mean it's like special. And But that's marketing. I, th- I feel like the main thing mm-hmm. we keep going back to and everything we talk about so far and what we'll talk about is like, yeah, it's just people are easy to fool or that's marketing, especially if you don't know. And that's the biggest thing is that like someone once told me that you have to have fat-free dressing, like you said, Brooke. And from now on, like, I just have to have fat-free dressing. It's like, but have you had normal ranch? That shit's delicious. So <laughs> have that <laughs> instead. Um, but, yeah, that one's, that one's a big one that's definitely been coming out. So let's go to the flip side. So we talked about low-fat, right? Well, if fats are super good and I need them for my vitamins, why won't I just go keto, low-carb? paleo kind of grain-free foods that may have higher amounts of fat in them and you know being keto is pretty great 2021 you know everyone should do it for the rest of their lives oh my god (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i just think that it comes back to the fact that the we have to have the balance we have to have all three macronutrients in order for that to extend even further into getting like various micronutrients, vitamins and minerals, if Mm. we're just consuming a shit ton of fat every day, we're going to be very limited on all the nutrients that we're getting. And that is going to impact so many different areas of our life that like Brooks brought up with hormones and mood and bowel movements and energy production and all the things. And so I just think like, for me, it's always like, why, like, why, why do you want to be keto? Because for me, when I'm using the rational side of my brain, it just does not make sense. So a lot of the times I think people want to do these things because it comes down to weight loss. It comes down to shrinking themselves and that ain't a good enough reason. Period. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the weirdest thing that gets me about the low-carb crazes are by cutting out this whole macronutrient, you're cutting out fiber because fiber is a part of a carbohydrate. Mm -hmm. And talk about wanting to have healthy poops. Like, you have to have that. I'd be taking big poopies. It's so weird. Like, why? Like, the carnivore diet? Oh, my God. I'm like, I don't even want to know what it's like for you to try to go to the bathroom. Good luck. (sighs) Good luck. That's wild. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. or are you, you like super having... constipated or are you like having the shits <laughs> i mean pr- usually both i've heard both like oh, different ends man. of the spectrum it's like you know like why why would we do that or we but could just have balance why? in the middle yeah but if you just, just take greens we're good oh man 
Greens no. and carnivore diet. That's a future baby. <laughs> also, instead of putting in like pepper, you just sprinkle it with the greens. Boom. Like if you've removed so much food and restricted so much that you have to put in f- supplements like greens and fiber supplements to have health, like that should be a fra- f- like flashing red light at you that you've gone horribly awry. Oh, man, I, I don't. I don't want to like. Uh, I'm sure that I. I like. Uh, man, I. I I don't know who listens to this. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but that that's one of my main things when the when the vertical diet first came out was like, hey, you can only have ground beef and rice. And then vertical as it's diet. evolved, it's like, well, add in a carrot because of this. Add in vitamin C. Add in orange. Add in, And it's like, yeah, you're adding in things because it was lacking in those things. And when you zoom out and you're like, oh, it's a vertical diet. It's like, no, it's just... You're getting a carb. You're getting meat. You're getting vitamins. Like, that's how is that any different than than just eating like a a normal diet, for lack of a better word? But you, everything is so cyclical mm-hmm. because like keto was, uh, or like has been carnivore has been. Um, it starts with an A. What's it called? Atkins has mm-hmm. been you know something else, and it's like it's all just rehashed ideas which we talk about a lot is like why you shouldn't diet because if it's been around for so long and people are still like overweight, unhealthy and not happy with themselves and there's something else that's, that's a problem. Um, but I love that you said like, if you have to keep adding things back in after you subtract the things, then it's a pretty good idea that you should not be, I don't even know within that camp or following that for lack of a better word. I mean, you posted a video the other day, Ro, about keeping training simple and the way you mm-hmm. broke it down was just like, oh, yeah, all that makes so much sense. But, like, we overcomplicate it so easily. Yeah. Like, just as a person who doesn't know the things that you know, and I think that's a thing that makes our jobs as dietitians so hard is because when we say it out loud, it sounds so simple and it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're like, wait, it, it couldn't be this simple because like <laughs> our society has literally fucked our brains up to think that it has to be hard. And so when we tell you these things of carbohydrates and fat and protein and pairing them together and getting in fiber and getting in hydration and blah, 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 you're just like, wait, what? No, that can't be it. Yeah, and it's like, just like, yes. Where's the magic? I need <laughs> exactly. The so it has to be something exciting like paleo or gluten free or keto or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, stop it. <laughs> yeah, it's not glamorous or sexy. Like to just yeah, be like, yeah. it's really not. <laughs> You know what's sexy? Yeah. That guy that only eats liver and, and testicles and is absolutely juiced to the gills. I'm not going <laughs> to say his name, but if you know who I'm talking about, you know, you're like. <laughs> is that yeah, the guy that, that guy you sent us taking shots yeah. of all those egg yolks? Mm, well, yeah, him? I think he was eating the egg yolks. Oh, yeah, I think God. so. Yeah. How is that yeah, normal? And you, and I think you were like, I wonder what his poops are like. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <sighs> that's wild, man. I hate. I also hate how like influencers will be like, this is how this is how I reach this. I'm like, no, it's not. And I guarantee you, there's vials and vials of proof in your house that that is oh, not yeah. how you got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've and taken multiple shots uh, in your ass. The surgeries that you've also had. That's a good point too. Yeah, yeah. I it's and just, that's why I want to get of it's on real. test, okay, guys. None, that's what none I'm of saying. it's real. So <laughs> one day when you're watching Rose videos, it won't be real. Don't listen it's to like, them anymore. I eat beating animal hearts, and this is how I am this yeah. way. 
Yeah, like All Rice Krispies built this body. All you have to do is add this one scoop of greens into your coffee, and you're going to be Gucci. The secret is you take a Rice Krispies, you, you munch it up, you mash it up in your mouth, you take it out, you shove it up your ass, and that stimulates... <laughs> Oh, no. There's science, wow. there's science right behind now, it. <laughs> this man will get famous off of Krispies one day. It's going to happen. <laughs> That's, oh, man. I would, if, if I could. <clears throat> they know, need to give you a paid yeah. partnership. Like, there's That's no what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> we <gotta> reach out. <laughs> yeah, it's going to become my whole brand. Like, sorry, guys. I'm <laughs> just a Rice Krispie guy now. I'm going to email uh, them and be like, have you seen this guy, Ro? Like, he talks about y'all all the time. And, like, he's really <laughs> spreading the good word. Everyone, please reach out to Rice Krispies. <laughs> Make my <laughs> dreams come true. I don't sell supplements. Oh I sell Krispies. That would be mm-hmm. that would be so fucking awesome. That uh, is honestly dealer. what we need in the world. Yeah, the like, we need dealer. a little positivity <laughs> like that. Come on. Oh, yes. Let's go. Please go take that handle at the Crispy Dealer. <laughs> <laughs> the crispy dealer. Oh man, I might I might do it for like for like a month or two, and then you need to do like, a ROI merch like fueled by crispies. Oh, that's that's in the works. It's in the works Ooh. somewhere. Yeah, I'm, we're trying to we're trying to figure that out. So, and it was you funny. Definitely have to send one Brooke, to Brooke because no, yeah, Brooke had actually she was like <laughs> she was have like to I have this idea, and I was like, yes, that's better than what I was thinking. <laughs> She'll get a two percent royalty. Like here you go, every yes. every sale I make. Uh, yeah, so we talked about keto, low carb, um, paleo, grain free foods, and then we also talked about low fat food before then and gluten. Um, but you know, at the beginning, I kind of mentioned how um, I guess being a certain way or uh, labeling yourself as as something can also be like a, a health halo. Um, so how can like vegans and vegetarians like be a health not how can they be a health halo but how can that on the product also be considered a health halo yeah these are totally you know being a vegan or vegetarian can be a really healthy balanced way of life you know you just have to be intentional you have to know what you're doing you cannot turn into a carbitarian and just eat pasta and chips and and, (laughs) like that's that's not a healthy vegetarian right um and I, so I want to recognize those are eating patterns that you can have that are can be very healthy and supportive of your body. But when we see it on a food label, just because a baked good says it's vegan versus the baked good next to it that is not, it doesn't mean that it's inherently healthy. It just simply means that there's no animal-based products in it. Mm-hmm. But there is something else to replace those animal products because you need to have things to get the same texture and blah, blah, blah. So... Um, you know, Oreos are a good example. Technically, Oreos are vegan. And now they make <laughs> vegan, gluten-free Oreos. Does <laughs> that mean baby. that's a healthy pick? Not necessarily. Um, and again, like, I don't want to demonize food. You can have these things as obviously a part of having a flexible nutrition strategy. Have them. My point is that just because the vegan, gluten-free Oreos next to the regular Oreo does not in any way mean that it's a healthier pick. So I would just, like, tread lightly there. Is there a reason you're picking a product because it's vegan or vegetarian? Cool. If there is, go for it. If there's not and you just think it's healthier, like, no, then don't fall for that health halo effect because all you're yeah. doing is probably spending more money on a product. Yeah. It just made me think of, like, <clears throat> one time I was out at this, like, steakhouse, and I think it was probably a joke, but you look at the steak and it says, like, gluten-free, and you're like, okay. And, like, the the salad was, like, vegetarian. It's like, 
duh. Like, why, <laughs> why, why are you putting this on there? There's no mention of meat. Uh, but yeah, I, I totally agree with what you said about how, especially again, if it's vegan, it's taking out animal products that have been around for a long time, then like you said, something has to be put back. And that goes back to what we were talking about, how having to put something back generally is not something that we want to do. It's like why you're just adding more problems um, and it's hitting your bank account for sure. But um, I know you can live a healthy lifestyle and whatnot, being a vegetarian and a vegan, but like, bro, imagine not being able to meet, eat meat and all these, all the good things. Like I can't imagine. It just sounds like a sad existence. Obviously I'm sure you all are happier than I am because that's not hard to do nowadays, but like <laughs> meat, meat is a good thing. <laughs> I eat mostly plant-based. I, I really don't eat as much meat as I used to. Um, I, and when I, I do, it. I just am like, I'm really intentional and I try to use um, regenerative agriculture and select and create less impact on the planet. But we don't need as much meat as we think we do. So you don't need that 20 ounce gluten-free steak. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, I just lost a friend today. This is just sad. <laughs> Bro has to keep as li- he has to keep the amount of joy that he has in his life. Yeah, don't tell me life. to stop steak. So like some got- people like in row situation, we just have to let him have this. <laughs> we got fucking BP oil. Who's like, uh, if you cut out meat two times a day, like your impact would be less and you're like bro you spilled millions of gallons of oil into the ocean <laughs> wasn't Fuck it, you. Brooke, you don't wasn't get to tell me how to Brian do that that you were like we were talking about you know how making less impact on the on or making what was it like more of an impact like a positive impact on our environment and our world and we were talking about uh cars <laughs> powered like what's that called energy saving cars like the electric cars, like electric, electric cars, cars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, you know those things like, that run on electricity. Not, like we were just like, you can't be making us get electric cars. Not until like Amazon has to have electric cars, then we'll do it. <laughs> like just all these big companies that have the money to do these things, and then they're not. Well, what cracks me up too is if you go to certain places, you'll see the electric charging station that's fueled mm-hmm. by like a diesel generator. And you're like, <laughs> dude, we're missing the entire point. I don't think we've really mastered electric cars, in my opinion, as far as oh, helping the planet. Um, and I do think big corporations should be the ones burdening this transition into a healthier planet. Just For saying. Sure. Yeah. If you drive an, an EV, then you, it's just a health halo. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> Yeah, uh, put put Tesla into my veins for sure. Oh my God. Um, so definitely, I think uh, a lot of people start to think about these things, especially during the holidays. Um, I, I know last year we we had a whole episode on like not stressing out during the holidays and like being like eat the fucking cupcake. Like, how often do <clears throat> do you spend time with your whole family or like back home and blah blah blah? But like there's always this pressure and uptick in marketing trying to sell you air quote healthy things uh as a solution to like the problem that is the holidays again a created problem by other things there isn't an inherent problem um we can say christmas now the war on christmas is over uh (laughs) but like how can we reframe like this whole notion that the holiday season isn't you know, something that is a problem. Like, what are steps that we can take? I think uh, there's a lot, a lot. 
but you can go yeah. first, Brooke. <laughs> uh, no, I was just gonna say, like, I'm probably a little, a little sassy on this point now. I'm just getting really tired of everyone saying, uh, it's hard for me to focus on my health right now. I'm like, there are maybe two days, maybe nine, depending on your religion that you celebrate with, <laughs> that you're talking about in the next two months that you might have, you know, events surrounding food and celebrating food. Throw it all food. away. Yeah, throw like, it all. why are you throwing in the towel and saying, like, so I, I am so done with it. Like, it is one meal on one day, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And you're going to tell me that, like, oh, like, it's, it's just, like, are we making excuses or are we actually going to balance and create a lifestyle? I'm just saying. I think that you can add a lot. Mm -hmm. I think that's where you also should question your goals. If you are at a place with your goals and if if this is like for me, because I kind of like remember when I was in my restrictive days or just not having healthy goals for the right reasons, this was like a time of the year to like fuck it all and like just do do whatever because we were going to start over again in the new year and so that's like (laughs) a huge mindset mind shit (laughs) mind Mind shift shift oh my god i can't say that that's a tongue twister shift. um that you have to kind of like realize that I'm choosing to wake up and like support myself and my body. And that does look different each day and going to Mm -hmm. your friends giving and going to your family's Thanksgiving or whatever that is, is a part of that process. And you get to enjoy those foods that maybe you don't eat all the time. That doesn't mean you have to like go ham and like feel like you're literally going to burst. Like just you, you can choose to go into that day mindful and I think we get just as much sometimes we can get just as much from like the human interaction and connection. If like it's healthy relationships that we have with these people, (laughs) um, that's a whole nother like conversation. But yeah, I agree that if you're kind of going into the next two months saying, fuck it, you might need to like reassess Mm -hmm. your goals and why you're doing them. I think another one that's been going on is like, alcohol it seems like this theme keeps coming up where it's like oh I have to drink to feel better it's like Mm -hmm. social lubricant I I have to drink at all these events it's like do you like maybe the challenge herein lies (laughs) that like you shouldn't have to be drinking for all these things and I think that like Nicole said you have to dig deeper into like what are your goals why are you actually going to support your health and your overall well-being or not? And you get to make a lot of different choices, which can be overwhelming, but it means there's a lot of opportunity in the way you handle this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've never like understood. This... Oh, go ahead. Go sorry. ahead, bro. No, no, go ahead. I've never understood, like, and this is kind of off topic, but kind of speaks to what you were saying, Brooke, where people are like, oh, man, going home, I fucking hate it so much, I got to drink. And I'm like, I love being home. <laughs> like, obviously, I come from, like, a really stable family structure. So, like, yeah. and I and I live far away, and so I like being home. But, yeah, I mean, if you are, uh, you know, sometimes you bite the bullet and you see family you don't want to see, I totally get that. But if you're like, man, these friends are shitty. Like, bro, get different friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, stop mm-hmm. drinking just to feel better around them. Like, think about or it. Or if, like, think your friends stuff. are pressuring you to drink every single time y'all go out like that's a conversation conversation that you should be able to have with the people that you care about if like if you say no you say no and you're allowed to say no and you know i think we come from uh like 
I'm coming from like more of like this intuitive eating approach. And I think a lot of the times people think that that just means like, oh, I get to eat whatever I want, whenever I want. And I have to say yes to everything. But actually like a really strong like principle within that is being able to say no, thank you mm-hmm. and enjoy other things. Um, when it comes to your, your health and wellness, you don't have to eat everything that's on your plate or you don't have to like say yes to ever like a second helping and so many other things. Maybe that's where the problem in lies is like, it's really not about the food. It's really not about the event. Maybe it's really just the ability to say no, just to, for mm-hmm. you to draw a boundary and say, mm-hmm. I've overcommitted this week. I've got too many things going on. I cannot mm-hmm. go to the millionth holiday cocktail hour. Yeah. I, you know, no, thank you. I've, you know, I I don't need another piece of cake, you know, whatever it is, like, maybe it's really just like, we don't, as a society have the ability or the confidence to just stand up and say no. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. And your job isn't to make everyone else feel happy and to think you're happy. And it's just for you to be happy and to enjoy it and figure out what works for you. Yeah, for sure. So (laughs) for sure, for sure, guys. Uh, So yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that has to do it's, 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 it's difficult, right? Like, what we talked about um so what are what are ways that we can like prioritize doing that instead of falling into the health halos that we talked about the maybe some of the um, uh you know poor judgments or situations we get ourselves in like how can i as a listener or i as a friend or i as a client like make sure i'm doing my best to not just get tricked into the health halo stuff or you know hate my time in the holidays Mm -hmm. because I'm by shitty people in bad situations and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely think one, like planning ahead, you know, anytime I'm on client calls, like right now, I'm already saying like, let's like look at your calendar for the next week, for the next month, for the next couple months. And let's start planning out like, the support that you need or the things that you want to incorporate in this season. Um, how many things have you committed to already? And like, do you really want to go to all of those things? Um, mm-hmm. And really just coming back to like your foundational habits. And I think, you know, me and Bert talk about those a lot with sleep and hydration and movement and of course, nutrition and notice the things that help you feel your best And really try to, you know, obviously don't like put yourself in this like pigeonhole where like you can never deviate from it or whatever. Like we're going to have days that are not our best. Like this is a, this is a balance. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think for me, it's definitely also been, like you said, having that support system, like whether that looks like working with someone one-on-one or like having a group of people in your life that you can trust and like lean on and be like, Hey, I'm not feeling so hot right now. Like (laughs) here's a few things that I'm trying to do to just really like stay solid. Um, communicating is huge when it comes to like your health and well-being, And so this, this looks like a lot of things, but I think it's really coming back to the things that really help you to feel yourself and feel your best. And so you have to one, be able to identify those and if you can't really identify those, then maybe it's time to like maybe work with someone one on one or get involved in a group or whatever that looks like. Yeah, I noticed when I was 
talking to some clients and we're like game planning things, it seems like there's almost an uptick from what would be the norm of events because Mm -hmm. we're like shifting through this pandemic and like everyone feels more comfortable this year. And like, I'm like, do we really need to go to that many events this week? (laughs) Like, can we, can we like, can we talk about prioritizing and shifting? But I I think that that's a key point that you brought up to set yourself up for success and find balance there. Um, And just remember this holiday season that food and alcohol is not a substitute for therapy. So if you need to (laughs) work through having issues with family dynamics and stuff, the bottle is not the way to go. Those things are not the way to go. But really, it's, I think, focusing in on all these foundational habits. And it's not just about the nutrition and exercise. A big piece of that really is, all jokes aside, the stress management part, the rest, Mm -hmm. the sleep, the recovery. You are going to be doing a lot. And I would be willing to bet you probably haven't been as social. So you might actually be more uncomfortable in some of these situations than you might already be. So give yourself some space and listen to whatever your body is telling you when it's whether it's nutrition, it's fitness, it's you know mental and emotional, it's all connected. And if you're feeling a certain way, it will alter how you're going to treat yourself in the gym or with the choices you make with food. So it's all connected and I would just really pay attention and keep some really good balance there. Um, and remember that, yeah, Thanksgiving is an example. For the love of all that is holy, don't skip breakfast. You've got a whole day and an opportunity to do things like hydrate, get in some fun movement with your family, go for a walk if it's nice out, like have some really good balanced plates leading up to um, enjoying time with your family or your friends. So there's a lot of opportunity there. I I would just approach this from uh, what can I add and how can I do things differently that's going to honor what I need right now this holiday season instead of overextending, overcommitting, and burning myself out. So I'm like January 2nd, like ready to jump off a building. Yeah. Um, I just don't do it. I 23 already. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two days into it. And if someone is... is, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go for it. No, I'm good. (laughs) Go. I just think that this is a great, like, for me, I love this time of year because it's a great time to slow down. You know, yeah. if you do get time off of work for the multiple, like, I feel like this is like the one time of year where you have multiple long weekends with like Thanksgiving and Christmas and the new year of just like resetting, going back and looking through the last year and like what really made you happy, what kept you balanced and how can you take more of that into the new year? So instead of loading up your calendar, really use that time to like rest and reflect because it's super, super important. I love that. Yeah. I know um, you talked about like developing foundations and like a group and stuff. Uh, Brooke, you have, you know, please speak to your like (laughs) your program because I don't really know what it is all that much. But like things that help or I'll let you explain it. But like how we can build on those foundations to make make times like these especially but like life in general better yeah i think people think having a healthy lifestyle and fueling for performance is this very like complicated thing and it's really not and my group program that i run has eight teaching calls it's called the foundation of fueling program and it's teaching you each of those steps of like how do i actually create a lifestyle that's going to support me and be effortless So it doesn't require a food scale. It doesn't require meticulously tracking every bite of food or something like that. It's actually really focusing in on how do I build habits that are going to support me and what I need through performance, through health, through nutrition. And I talk a lot about things like sleep and circadian rhythm, 
micronutrients, fiber, gut health, not just what am I putting pre intra post workout. So there's a lot to it. And what's really cool is if you're someone who's self-driven and you just kind of want all the tools in your tool belt to then execute on your own, this is a really great way to to do that and just to have all the tools so i just finished my first round and it was super fun it was really fun to teach again i haven't really been in that kind of a setting in a while so in the beginning of january the new one will launch it'll probably actually launch until mid-january it'll give people a break um, and have some time to refocus and then in mid-january foundations of fueling program will run again so right now it's on like pre 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 pre-sale like this would be the absolute best price earliest of early birds i guess so if you are interested and you want to learn more about how how do I build these foundational habits they keep talking about? And what does that look like? That's definitely the perfect program to get started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that's it. Super awesome. And Brooke is obviously like very smart, very good at her job as we have heard now for 45 episodes. Uh, but I've heard nothing but great things about any of my clients that have worked with you. So, and well, you thanks. Know, if I had any mm-hmm. money, I would work with you, but I'm still broke uh, <laughs> graduate, so <laughs> I'll keep eating my Krispies and my steaks. Uh, but so so that was, I think that was a great episode. I mean, obviously, I think all of them are great episodes, but we just, you know, talk so much about things that are coming at you at the end of the year. So let's do our best to, like, think critically and, and you know, try not to listen to people speaking down on you because you're not eating a certain way and whatever, and please enjoy the holidays. Um, I think this will come out on the third, which is a day after my birthday. So if you're listening and it's okay, the plug. take a shot, <laughs> take a shot for me. <laughs> Happy birthday. There's no plug here. Uh, but yeah, enjoy, enjoy your, your holidays. And, and like Nicole said, slowing down and enjoying, um, those moments and kind of those longer weekends. Um, uh, we are currently accepting clients. Um, I, uh, deal with exercise and performance, um, Nicole is our intuitive eating and health at every size dietitian. Obviously, can speak to the whole person. I think better than sorry, broke better than both of us because she's just like <laughs> an empath and is a good person. Uh, and then Brooke is a dietitian specializing in combining sports nutrition, functional mm-hmm. nutrition, and specialized lab testing. So, ultra ultra nutrition nerd, and it's it's great. Um, but that being said, uh, follow us at Health Unfiltered Pod on Instagram. Keep sending in awesome questions of the week. Um, we are going to build up questions for another Q&A episode. It's been a long time since we've done one of those. Um, rate us, share us, and leave a review when, wherever you get your podcasts, both positive and negative. We love the criticism. It helps us build. Um, and let us know what you want to learn about <laughs> or what you want us to talk about. Um, because uh, I don't know about you two, but I really enjoy doing this, even through all, like, the hell of the past like year and a half it was like this has been great mm-hmm. it's great to talk it's great to get different viewpoints because even though we agree on a lot of uh, most things right it's good to get into why crispies are better than microgreens <laughs> for gut health and things like that so we literally uh, make... started a podcast during a global pandemic <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll let's be talk about our health now <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man but on that brooke do your shit Cue that motherfucking music. (laughs) Yeah. Peace out. Peace out. We love y'all.